from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine, and everything in between, this is Legends Look Back. It is good to have you back, Freddie. Gotta admit, you know, it was fun uh, having Jacob fill in on the show last week. But uh, we all know, love some was, Jacob. There was a moment last week that was a spectacular all times le- all time Legends Look Back moment. And I'm not talking about Chives. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> All right, um, that was a great episode. <laughs> did you did you have a chance to watch last week's that you missed? I've watched parts, bits and pieces. I haven't watched the full thing yet. I'm excited to do that after the show because well, uh, there's something in the show notes that I'm not sure what we're talking about. I'm not trying to like bamboozle you here with something that you or like shame you. How dare you not watch you know the episode? Um, but let me just ask you this: Does the word goat hooves farfalla mean anything to you? <laughs> You know what? It doesn't yet, and I'm I. It's it's another Legends look back meme. I'm assuming <laughs> it's becoming one. Um, I, all right, so we got an image here from oh, our producer Rick that he has so graciously thrown up on the screen for us. That is an image from a comic that you've read. Uh, it's a one we did together a long time ago, the 2001 ish. I think it was 01. The Jedi versus Sith comic, right? The first comic with mm, Darth yeah, Bane. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, we've been doing the show long enough together at this point to know that Valentine Parfala is one of my very favorite Legends Jedi, right? Um, not just like a decent one, but he's top ten for me. Ooh, that's a out of all the Jedi in the history of Legends, great. I love the way his character is, you know, introduced. He's like, oh, this flamboyant, uh, character with the long blonde hair and the shiny armor and is kind of the foil for the grizzled general Hoth. And um, then you find out, well, he's not just like this flam. I was expecting it to be like, all right, guys, you ready to go to the nail salon? But instead, he's, um, you know, he's like a compassionate, empathetic, but uh, valorous Jedi, right? Yeah, yeah. There's one thing I didn't know about him, though. He got goat hooves. He is Bothan from the waist down. Did you have any idea that... I had absolutely no idea. They don't mention it in the book at all. They don't talk about it. I almost feel like they were just like, you know what? We've got too many humans. Let's just put hooves on this guy. Make him a goat. I love that he is truly the goat, isn't he? The goat. He... I love that Drew Carpishan is adapting that comic, and he's like, no, I'm just going to skip past that detail that he's bothered from the waist down. <laughs> just going to breeze right past it. What is that called in, in mythology? Is that like a... Mythosaur. A mythosaur? No. <laughs> what is That's the dinosaur that Boba Fett spanks. What is, uh, what is the a Capricorn? Mythos- is, that, is that a... No, 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 no. Is Valentine Farfalla, the Capricorn goat of the EU. You heard it that here first, folks. Centaur? Yeah, a centaur. 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 Well, centaur is like half horse. It's a tumnus. I gotta get tumnus. Gotta get my three-year-old Gosh. up here to do her horse Chat. noise. Fawns, fawns. That's what. All right, Skuma Joe's. Yeah. No, nah, I don't fawns. like it. I like Mythosaur. We're going with Mythosaur. <laughs> you know who's not bothing from the waist down? Freddie, Rick, and Emily. With me, you'll never know. You'll never know. But you'll I am excited know. to chat with you guys. So, without further ado. Let's goat hooves kick it off. 
Hello, everybody, and welcome to Legends Look Back, probably part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast that you can squirt out of your screes. Oh, totally Ooh. botched it. That <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> you can squirt out of your squeeze breeze. Should have rehearsed that one first. Where we celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays. Boy, am I. And I'm joined by my legendary co host, just released from Cell Block 1138, Freddie C. Uh, couldn't quite something. get the helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't fit it over my, my headphones and I couldn't really talk with it. Uh, for our audio listeners, Freddie just tried to get his Boba Fett helmet on <laughs> prematurely. Work. It was supposed to come later in the show, but nice try, Freddie. It's okay. It's okay. I, I was going to use the, the infamous Boba Fett line of, yep, <laughs> uh, which you can hear in Clone Wars, I believe, or one of those. <laughs> um, you know, I, all jokes aside, uh, you know, we, we want to, I just want to say for all the, the things going on in the news, right, from pandemics to geopolitics uh i just want everyone to have a good time on this show i want everyone to realize that legends look back is the bastion of hope and positivity leave everything at the door come in and take your shoes off and have a great time uh you know if 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 this is your escape let this be your escape Uh, and i hope we can do that for for everybody today or listening to the show amen well said absolutely and it, y'all had better have fun, because I worked hard on this show, okay? I worked really hard on <laughs> it, and um, you'd better freaking enjoy it. You know who else is going to enjoy it? Her bladder can also totally handle this hour-long podcast, probably. Emily Daybeck. <laughs> Sorry. She can't even talk. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I've been laughing, like, since the very beginning. <laughs> Anyway, I'm just tickled tonight. Uh, y'all are hilarious, and I'm so happy to be here. This has been a wonderful escape so far, and I'm officially nine months pregnant. Did you know wow. that, like, technically you can be, it's like 40 weeks is longer than nine months, so, like, you just keep going. Nine months hmm. isn't where it stops. Hmm. Just keeps going. So, well, yeah, I'm here. If, <laughs> if you go into labor right here on the podcast. I am fully intending to. That is going to be some Patreon-exclusive content for sure. <laughs> Golly. And you're naming your child Tumnus Farfalla. Tumnus <laughs> Valentine Tumnus Farfalla. Absolutely. Do you guys say Valentine or Valentine? Every time uh, I say it, I feel like I'm either from Spain or I have a speech impediment. That's an excellent point. Shout out point. to all of our Spanish listeners. I would, I would say Valentine. I know, that's right. Valentine, how about you, yeah. Freddie? I, I you got the you got the cred. <laughs> That's I, true. I would, it's tough because I say Valentine, but I've heard a lot of Valentine, and I've been saying that recently. Uh, it, it really just depends on my mood, I guess. That that's fine. We'll take it. We'll accept it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know who else will accept? Over there in the corner, in timeout, Rick Grace. Timeout. It's true. I have a little bitty corner now. But it's fine. It's a nice corner. I'm happy with it. It is, it is a beautiful corner, Rick. You got dark forces. You got you got uh, dark empire over there. It's yeah. Water. Yeah. Your, your your little sign is blocking out the hey. bottom half of Obi Wan Kenobi. He That's could true. be he could be half Bothan. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, this this sign lights up. You want to see it light up? Yeah, absolutely. All right, check this out. It's a new acquisition for Rick here. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, that was lackluster. I'm gonna admit it. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's not very bright. <laughs> but there's our thumbnail for sure. There that, you go. That right there. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, guys, uh, 
folks, I am very excited for this episode. It's uh, one that we've been planning for a while, uh, kind of experiment with doing something a little bit different. We are going to be ranking the top 10 Boba Fett mo- moments in all of Legends. As soon as I told Freddy, you know what his response was? Boba Fett! Boba Fett! Where? Where? <laughs> that was, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> I was ready to knock you into the Sarlacc pit with a jetpack for that predictable joke. <laughs> but uh, I am very excited for us to talk about it. Before we do, it's time for... I need like a big wheel to spin or something. Recent acquisitions, a.k.a. Thraken's Thrift Store. I've got three. Possibly four, because there's one, if I can't remember if I showed it off or not, but... It's over there, so I'm not showing it. Here's what I've got. First and foremost, I've got a Legends paperback. I am a few shorts still on the Young Jedi Knights series. And this Ooh. is one of those pristine copies of a 30-year-old book there could possibly be. This thing is just in excellent condition. It is Jedi Under Siege, the, I don't know, fourth, fifth, sixth book? Fifth or sixth book in the in the series it's got jason solo with his green lightsaber looking all mighty don't you focus on my face camera there yeah look at fo- focus on palpatine's <laughs> wrinkly eyebrows there yep oh. um jason solo luke skywalker we got brackus jana solo the yavin temple exploding it is absolutely one of the best so, legends Jared, covers of all time ask you a question absolutely do you think that palpatine is wearing clothes in that picture <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that i knew it <laughs> <sighs> Goodness. Oh, yeah. Well, I think there's a hood. Yeah. Okay. I think That's so. good to know. I think so. I got another. It is a, a more expensive book, I will admit. I, that, this one I had to buy in order to get the points on thrift books so that mm. I could then use my free reward on another one. Mm-hmm. Right? You all been there. Y'all been there. But this one, <laughs> you know, I got from uh, Rick's uh, Smuggler's Facebook group. Mm. It is The Ooh. Republic Commando Ooh. Hardcover Book One. Oh, Don't beautiful. ask me how much I paid for this. More than I should have. <laughs> Can I ask? I don't remember. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep an eye on, like, yeah, on the price of those things, man, because they are rare for sure. So forty. Uh, the, the first one is fairly easy to get. Um, a lot of people are selling them. You know, thirty-five, forty. It's going around that price, which is better than it was, you know, a couple years ago. Uh, yeah. but book two is much harder to get. Okay. I've yeah. Now we know, Emily. You're looking at me like, didn't know. Had no idea. Now I know. Now you do. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. There's a lot of rare books in in Legends that you wouldn't know are worth almost even hundreds of dollars. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially um, the Sith Holocron book. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I remember when that was first released. All right, Emily, there's these um, in-universe nonfiction guides. So, in-universe nonfiction. I love all the categories of Star Wars books. Ooh, I love yeah. this stuff so much. In-universe nonfiction. <laughs> uh-huh, we haven't even touched this stuff, by the way. Is Somewhere. that sort of like the lightsaber book? Um, no. no. It's, it's, it's like, it's a book that's published to be something you a would pick up if you were to... in Star Wars. Like, if you were I've actually... Got a couple. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's like, the, the <laughs> like warfare we... book. Oh, oh wait, yeah, I've there's... seen that one. All right, so this one actually even has the Legends banner on the back, which is kind of <laughs> cool. The Imperial Handbook. I don't know if I've ever cracked this one. These pages are charismatic. They're really interesting. They're fun. I like them. They've yeah. got like scribbles that. in the margins, Emily, as if somebody's like passed these journals along. There's a, oh, there's a, there's yeah. a Jedi textbook. one. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's exactly. a Sith okay. one. I've got the Rebel Files here, Imperial oh, Handbook. That's cool. Let's see who signed yeah. the Rebel Files. Okay, so is the Holocron one like how to make a Holocron? 
It's like, like somebody, a Sith it's like one. a guide. Explain it, Freddie. I you know what? I don't have it yet. Um, but I'll give you an no example. No one has of, it? Of I have just the book, I think. They're rare. There's, so so they yeah. sell the book, but they also have like the whole kit. Each one of yeah. these was released with like collectibles. You mm-hmm. press a button, it opens up, and the book comes out. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the That's Sith cool. one came with a holocron, <laughs> which was yeah. dope. And right? I'm regretting not getting it. Mm-hmm. I still think you ought to have like a holocron in like a glass case in just the middle of your Star Wars room, Jared. I just like really am committed to this idea, and I know that you're not behind it, but I'm no, still no, no. like attached I, to this dream. Putting, putting a holocron <laughs> in here is definitely a goal. I've okay. got a few... with like a light shining from the top. I feel like imagine if you had like a chandelier that was all made of individual holocrons. Ooh, and lightsabers. Well, what y'all don't know idea. is this will be released I think next Friday on the. A Patreon page. The episode three of the My Yavin base builds, which you can't see right now, is above my head. I outfitted my ceiling with camo netting. I so saw some of that earlier. Yeah, it has so cool. dropped down and in as a. Um, so you have now, a fort. It's like a fort in there. When you walk in up here now, it no longer feels like, oh yeah, he's got Star Wars bookshelves. You're like, I am in the Star Wars. That's I'm in, awesome. I'm in the voice. That's, That's how so it feels. cool. We need to get, All right, I've got one more, one more, one more. It is Sorry. a canon book, but this one's got a story behind oh, it. Nice. Pirate's Price. Pirate's Price. As I was putting up my canon hardcovers shelf last week, I discovered something. I thought I had a complete collection of canon hardcover books, but I was missing one. <laughs> so I had to order it. And it is uh, Pirate's Price. The trouble is I listened to the audiobook, which is narrated by Jim Cummings, the actor who voices not only Hondo Onaka, but also uh, Tigger from <laughs> the, you know, the, the Winnie the Pooh. Um, he's an absolute Disney voiceover legend. Anyway, now I have a complete canon hardcover collection. Nice. Nice. Yeah. The applause from the chat was very quiet. I don't know. All right, everybody try again. Ready? I now have a complete... It's a little delayed. Well, this, this is a legend show, but applause. still. That is true. Applause. But still. I'm yeah, very happy for you. So, yeah, I didn't know that book existed, and so I can't say that I have a complete set. Is that like a young reader, early reader or something? Or I believe on the site we have it uh, slotted in as a junior novel. A junior mm-hmm. novel. I would call it middle okay. grade. Okay. It's it's uh, get that audiobook though, man. It is narrated by Jim Cummings, and that he does his Hondo excellent. voice every. Oh, there's pictures in here. I didn't know. Yeah. All right, here we go. Showing it off. Han and oh, and Hondo and Chewie's upside down, and oh my goodness, oh. spectacular. Nice. Wow. Some, some, yeah, cool stuff. I never thought of him as upside down before. <laughs> well, he's not always upside down. <laughs> All right, who's up he next? Always like that. Um. You know, I, I guess I can go. It's it's not a new acquisition, but it's a relevant acquisition. So let me. Uh, I acquired it quite some time ago. I, whew, whew, that was a lot of dust. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you look here, it's uh, Boba Fett shooting at oh man the Sarlacc. the Sarlacc as he escapes, and you you won't you won't be able to see it here, but his cape is actually there's there's a bunch of holes in the cape. Uh, there's a sarlacc tentacle arm nice. wrapped around Ooh. his leg there. I feel like there'd be drool. Uh, is there any drool or like there might be moist see, features? The, the camera? Moist. 
how moist that looks. Uh, that is really cool. I love it with the sarlacc. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, that so, moment might cool. just be one of our top ten Boba Fett moments in all of Legends. We'll find right out here. tonight. Mm. Good stuff. Um, I got some stuff. Anything else, Freddie? Nope, that's it. Cool. So um, I have family in town this week, and me and my brother-in-law, we went to get an oil change, and uh, <laughs> that didn't go to plan. That's a different oh, conversation, no. but there's a certain dealership that I'm not happy with, and um, I felt the need to um, kind of do some some shopping therapy afterwards. So we hit up like all the, the comic book and video game stores and um, got a couple Funkos, a couple action figures, um, but something I had never seen before that I was excited about. Maybe these are old and they're no, nothing to them, but I had not seen them, so I, I grabbed them. Um, Ollie's, it's that bargain outlet, not all Oh, yeah, I freaking love Ollie's. Uh, Ollie's. Right. Yeah, every now and then there's a good steal, especially for like reference books or kids' books. And so I picked up these learn to read Star Wars books, you know, like the leveled reader, oh, but yeah. they were in these really fancy box sets. I've never seen these before. Ooh. So check this out. This is one of them. It's a Chewbacca. Oh my box. gosh. Oh wow. That is and it uh opens up and there are these DK hardcover readers and and all of that and like a sticker book, activity books, but super sweet. I'm, a I'm homeschooling for a box my children so I can do those. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's amazing. I okay. I, Chewbacca's head. Can I feel sorry for it? Because it's like, it's like a, almost a puppet. Hello. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't love that. Let's be honest. Yeah. I don't also love the head. A Yoda. <laughs> oh, that's I spice some oh, shrink wrap. The OG. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you can see the sticker. Five bucks is what I paid for each of these, which is pretty what? sweet. Nice. And then. Um, Ollie's is clutch for that kind of stuff. Leia. Oh my gosh. And R2. I have no clue if there are more of these, but these are the four different varieties that they had at my my Ollie. Ollie's. And so pretty excited about that. I also picked up uh, the visual guide to Rogue One. It's back there. Um, I didn't have that one. I love Rogue One, so that was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, a lot of really cool finds. Um and once I get the rest of them over to this house, I might show show off some more another time. But Ollie's is great for that. finding the additions to the collection that you never knew you needed mm-hmm. or never knew existed. Yeah, yep. Which is probably <laughs> why they ended up at Ollie's. So yeah, That's and right. again, it's, Ollie's. it's and everybody O-L-L-I-E, in the chat. I e not A L D I. Ollie's. To be fair, both are excellent places to shop. Yeah, I was yes, say, they are. Like only one will store? have books. I'm pretty yeah. sure that all D's, A-L-D-I... Has my has... favorite kind of cheap wine, yes. Well, is that what I've you were trying that. to say? I've heard mm-hmm. that. They Winking read my out mind. All day. The stupid aisle of crap in the middle, you know? Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. know exactly... They don't, I don't go there, you know, like, and, and know what I'm going to get. I let the middle aisle tell me what I need. Oh, because yeah. Because they always have exactly what I need. There's so much I never go down that middle aisle. Never. It's dangerous. It is Because dangerous. my kids always want the princess dolls. <laughs> we are fair. here for bananas, not for princesses. <laughs> for bananas. But sometimes we get princesses. Let's be honest. Uh, All right. Well, uh, that was fun. Uh, Emily. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I can't okay, wait. I don't have new acquisitions, but I just realized that my two Boba Fett books, which are book two and three of the Bounty Hunter Wars, mm, yeah. uh, Slave Ship and Hard Merchandise, yeah, are the they don't the have a Legends face. banner. Yay, I'm They're like original. We do Ooh, like so. them bannerless. Yeah. The two like things we like naked in this show. We like uh, Palpatine and our books without the banner. 
Now, can you show off that uh, Shizor face just a little bit? Just put it over your head and then zoom it closer to the camera. Is that yeah, this uh-huh. one? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, look at that glorious falling. Man. Oh. I, Where did I, I just get from Shizor? I mean, it's nice. I forgot he was on the cover of a book. Looks like Shizor. Is, is Shizor in Rebel Dawn? Is that where I just got to him at? He is. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm reading okay. that right now. I just got to that. I was like, whoa, I don't know who he shows up here. So, cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, no comment. But yeah, I can't wait for when you have your baby. And we're going to, you know, give you uh, like four or five days off the show. But yeah, not, sure. Yeah. Not six. Little not a whole week. Not a whole week. Yeah. <laughs> when I you come it, back, I can't wait for you to say for my re- recent acquisitions, I have <laughs> a human. <laughs> Look what I made. DIY. Yeah. Got it Darth, at Aldi's. Not Darth Tumnus. Got it at Aldi's. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is that is the best name I've ever heard. Darth Tumnus. Uh, I don't love it. <laughs> Darth I Tumnus absolutely Farfalla. love that. Darth Tumnus Farfalla, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, we I don't know how to segue into this. Emily's, <laughs> Emily is bringing new life into the world. Meanwhile, um, oh no, that's not a good one. All right, uh, let's, let's roll it again. Oh, I do want to say very seriously, looking right at the camera here to say. We here at Legends Look Back want to commemorate and say our condolences to the family of legendary Star Wars writer Tom Veach, author of Dark Empire, Dark Empire 2, uh, Empire's End. He wrote um, a short story I'd forgotten that he had written. He wrote A Hunter's Tale, Greedo's, A Hunter's Fate, Greedo's Tale for mm-hmm. Tales from the Most Heisley Cantina. Uh, he wrote the majority of Tales of the Jedi for Dark Horse Comics as well. Uh, it's no secret on this show that Dark Empire is undisputed, in my opinion, one of the very best Star Wars stories ever told. Mm-hmm. And you can quote me on that. You can stick it on the back of the book next time you you know reprint it for all I care. Please do. I would love that. But uh, we want to say condolences to the family of Tom Veach. He died last week at 80 years old from covid um, Rick, uh, no, Freddie, Freddie, we talked about Tom Veach quite a bit back on like episode 12 of Legends Look Back. You have anything yeah. you want to add? Well, you know, like, like you said, he, he, I think your opinion is right on. He's written the best story, Dark Empire trilogy that, that exists. Uh, anyone that reads it is, it's, it's a classic Legends piece. And, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, but, you know, with, with, that we have to remember and memorialize them for the work they did and the joy that they gave us reading their stories. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. The fact of the matter is, he woven these themes of light and dark in a very spiritual way, which is what I love so much about the. There's a wackiness, you know, like naked palps and um, the Pal- Palpatine's back and then he dies and he's back again and Luke Skywalker's on the dark side, or is he, you know, looking like a Scooby Doo villain? It's got all of those things in it. Boba Fett back from the dead, you know, he just pulled out all the stops. He, it was like, go big or go home, and he was going big nonstop. Um, the fact of the matter is, he was a Benedictine monk from 1965 to 1968. Hmm. And those the, the fact that he has this spiritual side of himself really comes through in his writing, don't you think? Mm-hmm. It really does. It really actually does. And uh, I, I think, I, I mean, you definitely see the the themes show up in his in his uh, Dark Empire trilogy, but also, you know, the the especially, you know, Jared being the religious man himself, 
I'm sure you picked up on a lot of a lot of that, a lot of his his what would you call them? Uh, they're not tropes. What are they? Themes. Themes, I guess. Yeah. The the religious themes, uh, and it's in it. It's uh, first of all Benedictine monk to write Dark Empire trilogy. Very interesting. <laughs> so cool. So cool. Uh, now something about that that I had no idea until this week is that he has a copper enamel crucifix that he crafted that still hangs in the chapel at Weston Primary in Western Vermont, wow. at where, where he was doing his monk thing. What do you call those places? Uh, um, Monastery? There, there you go. Yeah, good job. Everybody. <laughs> I was no, like, temple, no. Uh, yeah, monastery. Mosque, anyway, no. I got to make a trip back up to Vermont just to go see Tom Veach's copper crucifix. And finally, if you would like to help out his wife, Martha, or his family, obviously, you know, a Star Wars writer from the 90s is not still, you know, like riding high on this wave financially, um, would be great to to aid in their medical expenses. There's a fundraiser we will throw in the Discord when this is over uh, that his daughter has organized. I'm going to be contributing and would like to encourage some of our listeners to do so as well. Now, on a brighter note, whew, it's been a really exciting week here at UTE, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. I- Emily, you're, uh, you're on the council. Tell us about the big news. We have an exclusive which right. we have never had before. Uh, we have a, a preview exclusive clip of the Queen's Hope audiobook. So if you check it out on utini.com, we've also published it on social so you can access it there as well. Um, you will get a never before, not seen anywhere else clip of the new audiobook, which I personally am super excited about. I was traveling when that went live and <laughs> did a lot of like – you're super excited to get to the next like Arby's or gas station so that yeah. I could check my phone just to see everybody's <laughs> excitement about it. It was, yeah. uh, woo. Oh really man, it was an electric day to be at Utini. We were all just riding on cloud nine. It was awesome. <laughs> it was electric. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I want to say congratulations to everybody who has worked hard to make that a reality and congratulations to the entire team. And, um, very excited for this. I really enjoyed the trilogy. Excited to bring it home just like this show. So, now, we are going to be talking all about Boba Fett, so before we do, let's take a quick break, and we will be back with the Juicy Deets. Well, Boba Fett definitely knows how to make a splash, whether it be uh, moist napalm or whatever else. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <Moist>. So we're, <laughs> we're debating his biggest, most legendary moments uh, in the Expanded Universe uh, prequel era, Imperial era, post-Return of the Jedi, comics books, uh, short stories, TV shows, you name it, we've got it. Uh, feel free to nominate yours in, in the moment with us uh, while we're going through these. And what you know, what is your favorite Boba Fett moment? Uh, we've got quite a few here. Uh, and, and surprisingly, the last... The, well, uh, we were chatting about what, what exactly we wanted to talk about, which, which events they were. And uh, Rick comes in. Uh, last minute. Hey guys, what about when he uh, bursts out of the uh, Sarlacc? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, we left the most important one off the list. <laughs> there are just so many choices. It's hard. And like when he busts out of that thing more than once, it's like you kind of just forget about it. It's like once you've done it once, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Big now whoop. I need to reread the stories. Right, we'll go ahead and start. we're going to do them in chronological order. But Freddie, you mentioned this one, so we'll just start with it. All right, we'll start with it uh, first. First and foremost, we're going to vote on them. So say, this is my vote, you know, in the chat or whatever. That's definitely the one 
or wait until the end, then we'll all vote on them. Uh, first and foremost, as Freddie has mentioned, would be when he escapes the Sarlacc pit in Legends, right? Not in canon. Yeah. You know, the, it was perfectly fine the way they did it in canon. Absolutely. We just had it in the book of Boba Fett. But in Legends, Freddie, you're the resident Boba Fett expert. Didn't he do this twice? He did. I can't remember. You know, it's funny. I almost feel like they tried to do that in, in Book of Boba Fett, where mm-hmm. he almost gets stuck again. But of course, mm-hmm. he's a slave. Uh, or, sorry. It's, well, no, back. No, no, no. Just kidding. Just <laughs> kidding. Rewinding. It's, I'm thinking I'm, I'm stuck in Legends World over here because yeah. that was the ship's name, right? So the KSC Fire Spray. Uh, what is it? Attack <laughs> Patrol Craft. Uh, that's what it is. It's it is what it is. It's that's, that's how right. I bought it in uh, Star Wars Galaxies. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So he uh, he he did escape twice in in Legends. Uh, one time, which was the one that we knew, he fell in after he his his rocket uh, pack just went a little crazy, fell in there, and I can't remember the second time uh, off the top of my head, but he definitely had a second instance. I know the story is told um, in two different places, uh, and we just have the third dropped in here by Blind Fates in the chat. So this one, the, <laughs> we're not the biggest experts on uh, the 1977 Marvel series. Uh, we know bits and pieces of that series, but he said he did it in that series as well. So I know what I'm reading tonight after the show. Uh, but he escapes Starlight Pit. The story of it is told in both Tales of the Bounty Hunters and, as Emily just mentioned for us, the Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy. Hmm. Uh, the one book she doesn't own, the first one. I know. <laughs> Super sad about it. That's Maybe right. Maybe got thrift books or something. That's right. That's right. So that's that's the most iconic. But besides that, we will be going in chronological order. That's probably you know the biggest one. But you know, canon has also done it, and also they had the, there's three different times they did it in Legends. So it, it wasn't just one moment. So I'm not sure. And that he it almost got sucked in again. So they were. It's like they were following the the trail of Legends, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, Emily, you read this first story here on the list. So why don't you yes. uh, tell us what it is? Yeah. So in the Blood Ties comic, uh, Boba Fett's dad strapped him, who's Jango Fett, another bounty hunter, strapped him to a jetpack and just blasted him into a deadly monster and said, good luck. That's right. Did he, what did he ask? He had to bring back a tooth, I think. Yeah. Um, but he like, there is almost no backstory. He just says, all right, go and get a tooth. Well, that's, it's like the, the cold open of the whole series. Yeah. It, just, it starts with that. <laughs> it really starts yeah. off with a bang. That's the it way was parenting. wonderful. Mm-hmm. And very Great shocking. Parenting. We did on that episode evaluate Django Fett's parenting. Yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. We gave him a D. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, what was the name of this monster? Oh, I can't remember. The Balrog? Oh. <laughs> Balrog, maybe. Is that from Lord of the Rings? That's Lord of the Rings. I don't Rings. know. That's, that's yeah. Let me see. That's it, Lord of the Rings. It was not Gulag. That's Gulag. A, it's a prison. <laughs> yep. Um, I have no idea. We're just gonna keep riffing until somebody in the chat helps us out. Yeah. It's not a mythosaur. <laughs> I mean, uh, not a mythosaur, but you know, wasn't a. It's got a lot of teeth. Yeah, it's got a lot of teeth. Toothosaur. No, well, the there mythosaur is coming back, coming back yeah. in a second. It's a good moment. I don't know that it can be top ten, but it's a know. great story. It's very formative. It and is so, formative. 
Yeah, because Jenko and does it so that he won't be afraid of anything in the future. And as you can see, he's a pretty fearless dude. So, like, this yeah. is probably a bit of a turning point for him. This definitely. is definitely in my top five. And I'll tell you mm. why. Because the sto- the way the story is written is you see Boba Fett, right? And he's got all these guns pointed at him. Mm-hmm. And That's he's right. not afraid. And then it goes into this whole thing of why he's not afraid of that situation. So, definitely in my top five favorite Boba Fett moments. A good point. Now I think we've got another one from from Blood Ties on the list. Yeah, yeah. Next up on the list here is a submission from Jacob. He made right after the show last week. He was like, we were like, all right, good night, guys. Thanks, Jacob, for being on the show. And then he just boom said, oh hey, by the way, here's my nomination for next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was pretty to the point. You yeah, got that, that one was here awesome. for us, Rick. Yeah, um, Boba's arsenal. Um, he has a whole few pages where he just lists all of the different specific pieces of weaponry uh, that's just a normal day in the life of Boba Fett. Um, I can't read them all, but he's got his like electro whip, you know, his mm-hmm. jet pack with his rocket, his concussion missiles. Um, let's see. I mean, the armor itself is offensive and defensive, you know. Um, let's see. His he's helmet got- is specially equipped. Yeah. Uh, He's got missiles in his in his kneecaps. <laughs> yeah, that that kneecap is the missiles. coolest to me. I love uh, that. So the whole setup is just you know we're not playing around with Boba Fett, and what I love about it is it just fits in that story like it's just a normal description of nothing new to see here. This is just regular, you know. It was when I got to that page that I said, "Oh, this comic." Is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a moment just made for comics. I, I've gone on to say, maybe I said this on the Cosmic Force, maybe it was on this show. Whew, we got a lot of podcasts at Eugenie. Um, <laughs> I said that Darth Vader and Boba Fett are characters who were just made for comics. Because they're mm. dark and brooding and they have the armor and they don't emote with their faces. They don't say much. Yeah, But they fair. can kick some tail, can't they? They do. Boba Fett's got great color. Men of action. Yeah, right. Darth Vader has great shades, and so like, yeah, they're just very. They're as ready long for as he's art. not all white. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, the next one on the list is a wackier Legends moment. I am going to admit that last one was like your classic Boba Fett moment. Mm-hmm. He shows off his bling, and by bling, I mean <laughs> explosives. But on with this moment, it is like it is just a classic, classic, classic Star Wars moment, if ever there was one. Uh, Freddie, I believe this was your submission, right? Didn't you nominate this one? Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I believe it's... Is it Enemy of the Empire? Uh, I looked it up and wrote it, so it must be. Yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> it, <laughs> uh, basically, Enemy of the Empire is a miniseries of comics where uh, Boba Fett is hired by Darth Vader to track down a... I believe it's some officer in the Imperial Army. Uh, anyway, he, he ends up fighting... Darth Vader and you know despite anybody who's ever fought Darth Vader he actually survives and lives to work for Darth Vader Whoa. another day so I mean if you it think is... about it let's just take into consideration who Darth Vader is right he is a martial arts master I mean he knows how to use that lightsaber you know Anakin Anakin was the best mm. uh and then considering how strong he is on the dark side of the force, Darth Vader, right? And then Boba Fett is is skilled enough to encounter Vader and not just encounter him, but fight him and survive. I, I think that's fascinating. That's got to be like definitely in my top three moments. 
I also want to say that this is one of the most iconic pieces of Legends art there ever was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where are they? Hell. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it okay. is a fiery scene. It is like everything's on fire. Yeah. That's right. But not their capes. No, not no, no. <laughs> I'm sure they're flame capes. resistant. I love yeah. it. I, I don't know if I've read this story, so need to need to pick it up. Definitely must. It's it's a very uh at least for me, being a Boba Fett fan, watching the whole fight go down, I mean I was it's you know, like a lot of comics that you just read through right right away and, and you're just like, Whoa, that was intense and your heartbeat is just racing like you just ran three miles. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, what a sick scene. Oh, awesome. Now, this next one, you're not going to see coming. That one was Boba Fett and a classic Star Wars character with Darth Vader. The next one is with a classic Star Wars character, but not who you're expecting. This image is of Thrawn wearing Boba Fett's armor. <laughs> this image is specifically... What in the world? Specifically... Yes was made for what's that book that we like by Pablo Hidalgo, Freddie? I uh, ask you the this every week. Essential Reader's Companion. How come so many legends things start with the word essential? <laughs> I wondered that. I have wondered that. Because they are essential. Good point. <laughs> That's right. The lifeblood of Star Wars fans. Anyway, this is a, a story that right. Timothy Zahn and Michael Stackpole co wrote in nineteen ninety seven. A short story in which Thrawn goes undercover as Boba Fett a.k.a. Jodo cast at the time because they had to make it fit chronologically with the... The The retcon. Jumping through the retcon loopholes. Anyway, Emily, you guffawed at this image. What are you thinking? That is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. (laughs) Thrawn in Boba Fett's armor. I mean, not that they're both not perfectly capable strategists and, like, warriors for sure, but that's just not something I expected to see today. (laughs) I don't remember the context, but it's written by one of the greatest Star Wars authors of all time. Two of the greatest Star Wars That's authors a good of point. all time. It can't be bad. I love the mm. idea that it's like Timothy Zahn's like, okay, let's use my favorite character, Thrawn. <laughs> and then Michael Stackpole's like, no, no, no. Let's make it about Boba Fett. And nice. then he's like, better yet, what if it's Boba Fett the whole time? What and then he takes wrong? off his helmet and then, oh, there's a cattail in my face. He takes off his <laughs> helmet and it was actually Thrawn. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I gotta, I gotta how could story. it be bad? I mean, that yeah, they're two of the best characters in all of Star Wars. So, like, I'm not sure it sounds great. <laughs> now, was Thrawn in Boba Fett's armor fighting Darth Vader? What? Well, we know. Could have been. Can't see under the mask, and, right? All right. I just want to say too that wow. this Thrawn looks a lot like Jason Isaacs. As far as like you know, the casting of Thrawn speculation. I know that we kind of already have that. It's not in speculation anymore. Keanu Reeves, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for a while, all the fans were all you know submitting their recommendations, and Jason Isaacs was one of mine. And this this is Jason Isaacs painted blue. I don't doubt that at all. Who's uh, Jason? So that's who's no. Jason Isaacs? Uh, Draco Dad and Harry Potter. Oh, he would uh, be a great choice. Draco I can see Malfoy's that. Dad, yeah. oh, that's that's I a great sure choice, Rick. Yeah. Yep. 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 So Holy cow, respect. you win. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's what I'm saying. I wish Disney would just listen to me more, but, you know, I can only, <laughs> only do so much. Awesome, so. awesome. Well, this next one I've got to take, because it is absolutely, without a doubt, my favorite Boba Fett moment, and if it doesn't win, uh, I'm going to riot in the streets all night long, except for it's, uh, there's an ice storm outside, so we'll riot in the streets next week. 
this moment we affectionately here on Legends Look Back call Hot Dog Boba Fett. Why? <laughs> because he runs all the way in the comic, all the way down the page, hot dog style. Hot Dog Boba Fett is when he made his grand return on the scene into the Star Wars Expanded Universe after we believed him dead mm-hmm. for uh, seven, eight years from Return of the Jedi until 1991 with Dark Empire. This is in the first run of Dark Empire. He ambushes Han Solo on Nar Shadda, and his famous bursting onto the scene line that changed the galaxy forever was this. Greetings, Solo. The Sarlacc <laughs> found me somewhat indigestible. I love it. Oh, I don't know what's better. The fact that he is running all the way down the page lengthwise, mm-hmm. hot dog style, or the fact that wait, we, you didn't see it coming. It was a total blindside in, narratively. Oh, totally. Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, that's right. Or if it was the fact that that line is just brilliant. The Sarlacc found me somewhat indigestible. Yeah, it's a line, line I don't debate. Why is he referred to as Hot Dog Boba Fett? Just because he's on the side and skinny, like you know, well, on you, the side of the page. So let's let's go back to elementary school when the teacher <laughs> like was like when you're you folding to, a piece of paper, uh-huh. exactly, hot dog, style. hot dog style. Yeah. Now I want to see this picture elongated, hamburger Boba Fett. Mm. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, we came up with this when Emma was on the show. We were talking about this, and okay, uh, I was showing off a reference book. It was an art book, and it had this image displayed all the way down the page, but like a super oversized reference book page. And okay. I discovered it live on the air, and I said, "He's running all the way down the page, you know, long ways." Like, what do you call that in school? And so we came up with it live, you know, on the air. It's an inside that joke. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, yeah. I thought a- that it like actually had to refer to hot dogs for some reason, and I was really, <laughs> really interested to see how that was going to play out. Now That's, you're going to uh, the show. Congratulations. Give credit where credit's due. That's a Cosmic Force meme. So we'll, okay. we'll give okay. that to them. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I, was, I was wondering, too, like, is it because the colors are hot doggish, you know? like I was really, exactly? like, scanning yeah. my, you know, six-inch square of the That screen. wasn't even from our show, Freddie? No, that was, that was uh, I think that was Cosmic Force. <laughs> I love it. So the, I think the theme tonight is, there's a lot of shows here, Utini. There are a lot of That's shows. Right. There's something All for right. everybody. Freddie, you're up with the next one. One of the best and wackiest Legends Boba Fett moments of all time. All right, are we going with the uh, spanking a dinosaur? Oh, did I skip that one? We've gone Where'd it go? Out of order a little bit. I did. I, yeah, I skipped a couple. My bad. Yeah, go with it. All right, here it is. This is a good okay. one. Yeah, yeah. So in the holiday special... Uh, <laughs> And I believe it was a mythosaur in the holiday special. I'm not entirely mm, I sure. Think so. I think it was, yeah. And he uh, he spanks the dinosaur. Mm. And uh, I, I'm not sure what he says. It, it's like, I, I can't remember exactly. It's been a long time. But he, it, it's because he's eating something, right? He's eating the ship, the right. Y-wing. Uh-huh. And he, he spanks it to basically tell it to stop. That's right. <laughs> I, I showed the meme to my kids this week. And we cackled... So loudly that we fell out of our chairs. It is. It. It, there's a gif of it. I threw it in the in the Discord the other day. So everybody go check it out. It is without a doubt the best Boba Fett gif of all time. Even better than it's the good. dancing gif. Um, we'll put it in yeah, Discord for sure. He doesn't kick it with his spurs, though he wears them. He slaps it with his gun. <laughs> I just Googled yeah. this, and Google is telling me that some results may be explicit, so uh, be careful um, out there, Boba folks. Fett spanking dinosaurs. You don't want to search that happened, it. That happened to me this week, too. 
That's right. Be careful. Let's just look back where we will ruin your search histories forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's fun for me, Freddie, with all this is the fact that we have not just um, we, we picks not just from Legends books and Legends comics. We have a Legends short story on this list, multiple short stories. We have now even a Legends TV show on this list. Mm. Spectacular. All right, Emily, you're up next. It. Well, uh, everybody's heard of Dash Rendar, but have you so, heard of... Say it of... again. Say it again. Dash <laughs> Rendar. There you Dash go. Dash Rendar. <laughs> but have you heard of the time that Boba Fett kicks the tar out of him in Shadows of the Empire? Tell us more, gentlemen. I don't know this one. <laughs> we did. What happens the to the shoulder pads? This summer. Was that before y'all were on the show? Yeah, Probably. right before. Right before. Now, this one gives me PTSD. Um, what? The, here's why. All right. I was playing through Shadows of the Empire on the N64 oh, yeah. for the stream when we did our big Shadows of the Empire event this summer. And I got all the way to this level. It's Gaul. And it's an excruciatingly long level. Like the, It takes 45 minutes to play through the level. One level. And that's if you can play it all the way through without dying over and over and over by falling off cliffs. Like Sir Andrew, you, you beat the game in like... Sounds like I'd be really good at that. (laughs) Andrew made it look easy. Uh, I got stuck on goal, and every now and then I'll actually make it to the boss fight of the level, which is Boba Fett, and he's got his jetpack, and um, I've never survived it. (laughs) I've never, I've never beaten Boba Fett. So what I'm actually talking about here is when he beat the tour out of me a million times. (laughs) I I wouldn't even say it's just you. I'm pretty sure it's millions across the world who have played. Maybe, maybe not millions. I don't know. However many people have played, hundreds, uh, hundreds, dozens, uh, the tens of people. Yeah, yeah. He he absolutely kicks the tar out of me too. So. Yep. I've got my Dash Rindar action figure. I just pulled him out of the box today. He's sitting on the shelf, and he's looking at me right now, shaking his head, saying, please stop talking about the time that Boba Fett humiliated me. <laughs> All right, so inanimate objects are shaking their head at uh, Jared. Yeah, so we reached so uh... low. I'll let you look back. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. Oh, excellent. All right, so this next one we've got to be careful with. We're going to tread lightly because it is a huge, massive spoiler, the biggest twist in the entire yes. book. Uh, Emily, Freddie, Rick, have you guys read Scoundrels, first and foremost? No. Yes. No, okay. it's on my list, though. So Freddie has. Everybody else, we're going to give a 30-second spoiler warning for Scoundrels. <clears throat> Am I allowed Freddy, to leave? Freddie. Uh, Go ahead. Your... All right. What else? Are you telling Anybody him to that leave? doesn't want to hear this, okay. uh, leave now because it is a massive spoiler. This I mean, is like it's... hear no evil, see no evil. We got two of the hosts on our very own show are not listening. <laughs> All right, to yeah, this. seriously. So wave whatever you want me to come back on because I'm taking my headphones off. Okay, okay. sounds good. All right. I'm okay. You can tell okay, me. Okay, <laughs> so, so throughout this book, Scoundrels, first of all, I love this book. It's an Ocean's Eleven style uh, Ooh. Book yeah, exactly. It's it's exactly what you would expect from an Ocean's Eleven Star Wars book. Uh, they're hiring a bunch of of scoundrels to uh, what what was it that they were trying to do again? They were there's a heist from a Falin Vigo. Yeah, so there's a heist going on. So so Han Solo gets a bunch of people together, and it's in between Empire and Return of the Jedi, right? No, because no, Hans, Hans and Carbonite for that. So okay, that rules so, okay, that one yeah, out. you're right. Sorry, it's <laughs> it's in between, it's in between, uh, yeah, A New Hope and Empire. Basically, 
uh, <laughs> you're, you're following along this story and there's a person who's just wrapped up in, it's like some kind of medical gauze with Bacta, Un, you know, might, might have fallen in the Sarlacc himself, we would say. <laughs> and he's like their client, like he's hired them, right? Yeah, he's hired them and it's, it's Boba Fett. Literally the very end of the eye. book, there's this reveal. You had no yeah. idea it was coming. It's the very ah. last line. The very last line of the book. So don't flip all the way. Obviously, now you know. <laughs> but yeah, it seriously. takes the book for me from a B to an A, just in that one yes. last line. And it and totally the book changes is... the way you read the book. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's we our rereader for days. sure. Okay, Rick, so you can think... come back. Come back, Rick. Everybody wave. Let Rick back in. All right, good. All right, here we are. Hey. Is it safe? <laughs> I will say, Timothy's it's on safe. the absolute master of the twist ending. The yes. master of the twist mm. ending. All right. Now, back to the other one that I said is one of the biggest, wackiest. This is the third time on this show I've tried to introduce this exact scene. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. This is one of the craziest, wackiest Boba Fett moments in all of Legends when he dueled his impersonator, Johto Cast. This entire scene was set up to resolve a retcon. Uh, a continuity <laughs> error. They they wrote this entire comic book just to try to f- fix this continuity error, and it is glorious. Boba Fett duels against fake Boba Fett hmm. by overloading his jetpack yeah. in a comic called Twin Engines of Destruction, uh, which is an excellent cover, isn't it, Freddie? Yeah, it's a beautiful cover. Two Boba Fetts couldn't get better than that. And then uh, Bo- uh, Dengar down there is giving us the stink eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs a new fresh diaper on his head. Who <laughs> was like, let's All put right. Dangar right there in the very bottom. Yeah. It's like he's getting kneed in the forehead. <laughs> it's it is. Great placement, but an excellent little comic, excellent story when Boba Fett fights off his own retcon. Mm. Whew. I'm so excited we finally got to that one. It felt a little <laughs> lackluster, I'm going to admit, <laughs> after I tried introducing it three times. All right, now, Freddie, this next one. This next one you recommended, it's your pick. Definitely. This is a big one. Uh, this has got to be, in terms of moments in the Star Wars universe, probably one of the most historic moments. Uh, honestly, if, if Boba Fett wasn't around, who knows what would have happened with the Star Wars galaxy. And I'm talking about the Yuzhan Vong War. Uh, so... During the the invasion, uh, Boba Fett, and, and correct me if I'm mistaken, it's been a while since I've read this, but I believe he gets to, he he's on the side of the Yuzhan Vong, and I believe he's working, he is Mandalore, right, at this point? Uh, so he's working with the Yuzhan Vong to, to whatever it is that they're doing, and then eventually he, he doubles on them. And he's a double agent, yeah. He's a double agent. And he completely turns the tide of the war. And uh, that, I believe you can find that in, what is that, A Practical Man by it's Karen like a, Travis? Yeah, it's like a novella or a, yeah. a short story, but longer. What's a short book called? A novella? Is that right? E- yeah, it's e- a novella. Book novella, yeah. Oh, it says it right there on the cover, doesn't it? <laughs> does it? Uh, no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It, it sounded like does you were not. reading it, Rick. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm very authoritative, so when I speak, it just, it's, it's definitely... It's gospel, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> I've got to admit, I've tried reading this story a couple times and have not been able to finish it. It's, that's you gotta, rough. you got to be in the headspace for some real thick Yuzhan Vong lore, and yeah. okay. I'm not, but <laughs> it is a key moment. What's, what's especially 
clutch about it is Boba Fett has been out of the pages of the mainline Legends books for decades at this point. Yeah. He he pops up in like the Han Solo trilogy by AC Crispin. He's in, you know, Dark Empire. Uh, but for the most part, he's not in the mainline continuity books, you know, Thrawn trilogy, Jedi Apprentice, um, the the New Jedi Order. So he's been gone, the X-Wing books. He's been gone for 40 books. Yeah. And then he shows up and wins the friggin' war. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure he's like an old elderly man at this point as well, right? Yeah, and it really tees off where he goes in Legacy of the Force. Mm-hmm. which is absolutely some of my very favorite Boba Fett storytelling ever done. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Emily, take the next one. Um, the we're too old for this stuff. Talk with Han. <laughs> so good. In uh, Bloodlines. Yeah. This is what I affectionately call the Christmas Boba Fett cover. The Christmas Um <laughs> It's a red and green one. So uh, Han and Boba Fett are like teeing off up against each other. And then the, they decide to team up because they're like, uh, we're tired of fighting. <laughs> we're yeah. too old for this anymore and then they take down Han's evil cousin Thrakken Sal Solo hmm. huh. uh, that's like the, the plot of the last quarter of the book is Han I think Han even dresses up as Boba Fett too doesn't he Freddy I, I think so it, it's been a while I, I think so I definitely remember them just being like what are we doing we're too old for this right I'm going for the book I think there's art of it I think it's in the Pablo Hidalgo essential whatever all right, <laughs> the essential legends essential essential whatever it's like the That's one the book you can't remember the title of and you reference, we reference it, it every all show. the you time put a, put a sticky note next to your camera you know. rick we he need does. like a banner of Han is dressed as boba fett next to boba fett who's also dressed as boba fett <laughs> yeah oh, there that's you go. just confusing <laughs> and there's thracket and boba wow. fett's daughter or granddaughter she's in there too uh-huh i'd like to the- see a a an image. Uh, let's see. Maybe someone, someone in who's listening to this with some art skill. Uh, Boba Fett, Han Solo, Jodo cast all pointing each other like the Spider Man. Oh, uh, meme. That'd be fun. That but would in their be armor. Funny. <laughs> and then we can have uh, a '90s remix of "Will the Will Real Boba Fett Please Stand Up? Please hey. Stand Up." Yeah, love it. It's hard to say too, actually. Man, all the tongue twisters tonight. Excellent. Now, there's another pick from this very same book, and it's been one that has been popularly recommended from the Discord uh, and from the Utini team. This is definitely a top three nomination, just in sheer number of how many people have mentioned it. Tyler uh, from the team especially has recommended it. Uh, Rick, tell the good folks what this next pick from Legacy of the Force is. Uh, When Boba trained Jason Solo to take down Darth... What did I say? Jason. Jason. Oh, like sorry. Opposite. Yeah, Jaina Solo to take down Jason. Darth, is it Cadus? Sadus? How do you say it? Kaitus. Kaitus, okay. Ooh. So I have not read Legacy of the Force yet, so I've been saving this story. Um, let's see if I have the image for it. Do I have this one, Jared? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. But it's a big moment. There's yeah. probably artwork out there. I'm sure. I think it's in her second Legacy of the Force book, so they wrote in threes. So let's see if I can count them. This is going to be difficult. Just look it up. Karen Travis's second Legacy of the Force book is is where this happens. And there's a whole training montage, like a good fa- mm-hmm. old fashioned training montage. Uh, she's got Mandalorian gauntlets, and then he like yeah. you know kicks her around. It's like you're gonna have to be stronger than that if you want to take down a Sith Lord. It's but it's, does he uh, send her in to get a dinosaur tooth? 
like, <laughs> by herself. Oh, man. Um, so, you know, it may not stack up against that one, but it is uh, definitely a highly rated moment. All right, we are almost done. Last one of our nominations tonight. Who wants to take it? Yeah, I think Rick brought this one up. I'm not sure who brought it up, but it's a, it's a great one. Was it me? This was, this was in the Discord. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> this is a highly controversial Boba Fett moment. We've at least got to give it a shout out. I'm, I don't know this one, so I'm curious about it. Tell me more. All right. All right. This came from Lando in the Discord. This, let's see. He told us what book it came from. Uh, Tales of the Bounty Hunters. So we'll blame the 90s if you don't agree <laughs> with his perspective here. Uh, I'm, I'm going to present it without comment. All right. This is a direct quote from an actual published Star Wars book. Ready? Fett shook his head. He sat down in the corner facing hers, moving carefully, and propped his rifle across his knees. He had to move carefully. His knees had been getting worse in recent years. <laughs> Sex between those not married, said Fett, is immoral. Ooh. Mic drop. Ooh. So we're going to label this moment as Boba Fett the conservative. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I see. What I see. An interesting combination. You know, of I was was not sure. Well, I saw the headline of Boba Fett as a conservative, and I was thinking it was like was fiscal conservatism, where you know it's like ah, that empire and their taxation. But I, yeah. no, he also I, loves guns. Yeah, exactly. So NRA Boba Fett. I had no clue what was going to happen. NRA Boba. But that Fett. is not what I was expecting. <laughs> That's a very interesting story. Yeah, wow. see, he likes to wear a red hat under his helmet. That's that's <laughs> yeah, the real good. thing. Yeah, By the way, it just popped in my head. The monster is a balieg. Balieg. Ah, there it is. that's great. We won the show. It's very close to Balrog, so that is easy to confuse. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Well done. I was legit convinced it was Balrog, and there was nothing you could say to prove <laughs> me. Otherwise, until unless you know, Freddie actually had the real. The real facts. All right, let's do it. Let's all give our top moment, and uh, Rick is going to throw them up on the screen, and we'll see who gets the most votes. Also, in the chat, your votes are just as valid, just as valid as ours. My vote is Hot Dog Boba Fett. When he came back out of the Sarlacc pit, made his big reveal in Dark Empire, and said, um, what up, nerds? No, he said, what's his <laughs> quote? What's up, nerds? <laughs> <laughs> he said... The Sarlacc found me somewhat indigestible. That's the that's the that's the moment for me. Uh, let's go around to Emily. You're next. All right. I have to say, I feel like it's very impressive that he dueled Darth Vader and lived. So that's going to be my pick. The duel that's a Vader. good one. He okay. couldn't handle, you know. We're at one and one skirmish. Rick, your vote. Um. Let's see. Can you come back to me? I'm not sure. Yet. Yes. And I wanted to end it's with Freddie because he's the there big Boba Fett fan. But, you know, uh, is, it's fine, Rick. It's fine. I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Skuma Joe votes for conservative Boba Fett. <laughs> it's a good – It's a good. that actually is not a one that you are allowed to vote for. That one's just an honorable mention. Just an oh, honorable mention. Right. Yeah, we got to play by the gotta rules. That's right. Uh-huh. Gotta, there's only one honorable mention. You can't vote for it. For also, reasons. I feel like Thrawn Boba Fett shouldn't even be considered because he's not even Boba Fett. He's just Thrawn dressed up as Boba Fett. So I feel he's, like that should be stricken Thrawn from the record. dressed personally. up as Jodo Cass, dressed up as Boba Fett. That's right. Yeah, not Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, stricken from counts. the record. Stricken from the record. No longer a valid voting <laughs> so choice. Stricken. Freddie, you're up. What's your vote? <sighs> All right. So this is a tough one because I really do like Blood Ties' story. It, it really shows mm-hmm. Boba Fett, who he is, 
it shows why he's not really afraid of, of a lot because he's done quite a bit. Uh, I, I'll definitely say that, that that's one of my favorite moments. Uh, fighting Darth Vader though. Oof. I mean, if we're going, if we're going with points on whatever, whatever we just showed on the screen, I would say definitely fighting Vader. I would probably fight Vader and I'd be gone in like two seconds instantly. Right. He'd probably just look at me and explode. Are you really going to vote for the one thing I haven't read from this entire list? <laughs> Whose fault is that, Jared? <laughs> I've I've read two hundred and seventy five Star Wars books. That does and not count, count comics. I that's right, I've got a spreadsheet. Uh-huh. Mm. Um that does not that does not include comics that I've read or short stories you know, or rereads. That would be are you a really lot are you really criticizing me for this? I've read <laughs> before I give you my number one choice though, Rick, if you have it, I'm 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 gonna ponder a little bit because i'm still i'm still thinking about this i yeah. really do love the the blood ties uh Balieg monster but uh mm-hmm. I, i'm gonna think about it a little bit yeah go for it so i'm gonna go um for me uh i'm gonna go with escaping the sarlacc pit it's iconic mm-hmm. it it made its way into to canon as well and so I, I love the crossover so right now our top three uh hot dog boba fett fought Darth Vader and lived and escapes the Sarlacc pit are all tied. So, Freddie, you can go with a tiebreaker or you could throw in a new option and we could um, arm wrestle to declare okay. a winner. I would like, right. before you do, Freddie, to dispute Rick's answer and seek to make like a compromise. What you got? Can we, Rick, merge our two into one Megazord of a vote? Mm. Mm. Um, okay. Keep going, keep going. Keep going. In a way that Boba Fett would approve of, they will merge yep. in a way that he won't criticize. All right, and we'll say we'll see we'll say that technically, Hot Dog Boba Fett, the Dark Empire moment, is the reveal. That's fair. that he has escaped the Sarlacc pit, and then those other stories kind of fill in the deets mm-hmm. on letting mm-hmm. us know how it happened. But that was the moment, except for Blind Fate said that it happened in the '77 comic, which is non-canonical in its own mm. non-canonical way for Legends. What do you think? Interesting. Can it be one vote? I approve. Yes, I, you have swayed me, sir. All right, what's it going to be, Freddie? Well, okay, okay. Um, let's see here. No pressure. Uh, let's go with let's go with Boba Fett fighting the Balieg mm. that Darth Vader unleashed on him with Boba Fett's arsenal. But it's not really Boba Fett; it's Thrawn eating a hot dog, and he spanks the Balieg <laughs> and kicks the tar out of Dash Render, who's watching. <laughs> How dare he? Did you just call him Render? Dash Render. Rendash. Like a ranker. <laughs> As okay. <laughs> he gets thrown into the Sar- another Sarlacc pit of you know some unknown origin, comes he out. He falls back into the Sarlacc pit. Falls back in, comes out. We see Johto cast all of a sudden, and there's a Yuzhan Vong just staring, and he beats the, the junk out of him. <laughs> uh, that's my this favorite. This is getting moment. out of hand. All getting of them. Out of hand. <laughs> all right. Here's what we're going to do, Freddie. We're going to say, Keep up with we're gonna that. say that your pick was fighting Darth Vader, because it's the one that I'm you down. said first. <laughs> And so we're going to have a vote-off on Twitter and in the Discord. We're going to have a vote-off between uh, Hot Dog Boba Fett, but between Escaping the Sarlacc Pit, and <laughs> when he dueled Darth Vader. We're going to have a vote-off, and we're going to come back to this next week and see who the real winner is. Hmm. Spanking right. Dash Rendar? 
with a hot dog? What? <laughs> that oh. was all the stuff oh. you were saying. I was just joking. Gosh. <laughs> He's sp- with okay. a hot dog. Well, with a hot dog. This okay. definitely right. went places I didn't expect. Yeah. But I've <laughs> well, enjoyed every Well, there were just so many, so many moments. So. What an iconic character. Beautifully Absolutely. written character. You know, yeah. just menacing, uh, elite, right? That's why everyone likes him, because he's an elite character. Mm-hmm. He is a bounty hunter who knows what he's doing. Uh, let's think about it, right? He, he got he has his own moral code. Two mm-hmm. bounties on one guy. So hmm. he um what I what I love about him in Legends is there's this tremendous character evolution. If you liked what they did with him in the book of Boba Fett, or hey, even if you didn't, check out what happened with him in Legends, uh, where <laughs> he goes in Legacy of the Force is really beautiful. And yeah. he has to reckon with the fact that he's been a deadbeat dad. And yep. he gets a second chance, and we won't say a whole lot more than that. And he, like I said, trains Jaina Solo to take down a Sith Lord. I <laughs> yeah, mean, it's, right. teams up with Han Solo to take down Han's evil cousin. I mean, it's just spectacular. Goes after his his wife's uh, assaulters, right? In in one story, yeah, some good old fashioned revenge killing, like yeah. the Punisher. Um, oh, some great stuff, absolutely. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. That does it for the show. We want to give a special thank you to our patrons for your incredible support as well. Hey, we love making this show, in case you can't tell. We're glad that you are here with us along <laughs> for the ride. We want to give a special thank you to Patrick Ortiz, Carl Sander, OK Indar, and J.G. Kars on our Jedi High Council. New team member, J.G. Kars, uh, new to the team there. And Elizabeth Cloutier, Sally and Chris Eilerson, Freddie C., uh, I've heard of him. Earl Q and Matt Billington on our Alliance High Command. I want to thank them for their amazing support. Remember, everybody, to sub to this channel, leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice. That does us uh, a huge solid there as well. Remember, if you'd like your thoughts read on the show, if you want to vote for your very favorite Boba Fett moment in all of Legends, hey, you can email us at legendslookbackutini.com. You can send us a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a comment on this episode on YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back or I'm at Jared Q. Mays. Freddie. At Wake Up Freddy. Rick. At Rick underscore Grace. Emily. At Darth Daybeck. And Emily's unborn child. At <laughs> Darth okay. Tumnus. Okay. There it is. <laughs> Darth, Darth Tumnus. <laughs> If you're looking to buy some of these books and want to help support the show, look up a book on Utini, click the Amazon link, or hey, whatever other kind of link that is right there in the profile. And then after you have uh, bought the book, read the book, you can then leave us a review and let us know what you think. And remember, keep the Utini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. May the force be with you. This is a Utini broadcast.